Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. On this day last year, this date last year, we were mortified and horrified and sad and shocked at the death of Ashling Murphy. She died while out for a run. She was just out for a run on January 12th, 2022, and she was Murdered. Uh, there's a picture on the front of the Irish Sun this morning of her dad. Her dad playing a banjo by a seat. The seat was erected at the point where she died. And he's there playing a banjo in tribute to his, his beautiful daughter. Her boyfriend, Ryan, is quoted in all the papers. He said yesterday she would be forever be his soulmate. It's on the front of the Irish Daily Mail. There isn't a second when my heart doesn't ache for you. I'll read more of that tribute during the morning. And Ashling gave the gift of love. Again, her dad and his banjo. Ray is his name. Uh, prayers were said and songs were sung for his daughter who was killed when jogging along the Grand Canal in Tullamore in County Offaly. There was also a mass attended by hundreds of people and the priest who said the mass, Father Mead, said that Ashling gave the gift of love and that was this day last year we were reeling from the shock of Ashling's death there have been something 11 more women dead in Ireland since Ashley Murphy died last year and since 1996 over 250 women have died violently in in Ireland her death affected many people in many many different ways and some of them we're inspired to do something, to hold a vigil or do something like that. Annette, you were one of them. Uh, you organised a, a vigil in Mallow, I think, in, in her tribute. Uh, and good morning, PJ. Good morning. Yeah, I did. You're thinking about her today, I think. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to believe it's been a year. And obviously all of our thoughts are automatically go to her family and her partner mine because it's, it's just, it's still incomprehensible, you know, what happened to her just innocently going for a run after doing her day's teaching in school, you know? Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. on the morning of the vigil, you yourself intervened in something. I did, PJ. It was it was shocking, actually. Um, just going about my business, and I witnessed a young girl, um, who I found out was 14 at the time, um, being... Best, best not to identify anybody here, Annette. But oh, yeah. The, no, I won't. Story. Not yeah. at all. Yeah, so I I just I saw her being she was being she was caught by the school bag and this this man was kicking her in her thighs and in her ribs wow. and um, it was at a distance so I couldn't actually you know go and do something there and then but I reported it obviously now she she ran away she went I presume she went to school or something With, I don't without know. without identifying her or indeed her yeah. assailant did you know her. I knew her. Yeah, okay. I did. Okay. And um, so I just basically, I reported it. And 
later on, um, through a different medium, I found out that uh, this man had been holding her mother against her will inside in the house and had been trying to get this girl to go back into the house as well, obviously to have control over her too. And so that all transpired that morning, the morning that that, that that the vigil was on that night. I had organized the vigil that night for seven o'clock and I saw this at about half past eight on the same morning. Crikey. And it turns out anyway that, you know, they were being held against their will by this man. And um, thankfully, at about five o'clock that evening, uh, both of them were removed and taken to a safe house. Okay. And are since both fine. And since both fine. and Good. And quite okay. Yeah. 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 But... Uh, I think I think I think it, it was the shock anyway of seeing something like that. It doesn't matter when it is, but I think it was just so ironic and so poignant to see it on the morning when I was organising the vigil that night for Ashley. What you did know? you do? Did you go to the guards and make a scene? I, don't, I did. I, people, I, being a good citizen, you wonder what do what do you do? Did you, did you went to the guards? Yeah. You have to. I mean, of course, I I knew what age this girl was, you know, and this was a grown man. So, I mean, obviously, this was totally, totally and utterly wrong. It didn't matter, even if she was 25. It doesn't matter. You see somebody kicking um, a female, a male kicking a female, then, you know, you you have to do something as a society. We can't can't keep turning a blind eye to this sort of thing. And and when you went down to the guards, how was it received? Um, straight away they were very good they were very good yeah Yeah. they 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 asked me for the the girl's identity which I gave them and they followed up from there I don't know what they did or how they went about it I haven't a clue Mm. I didn't ask um but as I said they did come back to me later on that that day to let me know they had been removed um for their own safety yeah you'd done your civic duty and and well done well you know the way I look at it, PJ, is I could have turned a blind eye and I could have heard the following week that somebody was, was dead, you know? Yes. Um, and as I said, I, I knew nothing about this lady's mother, but it turns out she was being held against her will in the house. So I, I don't know what was going on inside there. And what could have um, what could have transpired had I said nothing? I know. You know? So um, I spent the rest of the day in complete and utter shock um, and actually I ended up on the air with you about a half an hour after I'd seen this okay. because I was, you know, letting people know about the vigil and um, I, I just remember <laughs> trying to talk to you and trying to keep everything as normal as possible yes. while talking about such a tragic thing but yet at the same time my head was going 90 because of what I'd just seen. I know and you weren't in a position <clears> to, <throat> to share too much with me at that, at that yeah, I couldn't point. at you the couldn't, time. No, no, you couldn't. No, absolutely no, I not, PJ. Now, no, and now no, that you tell no. me I'd have kissed you if you did because we, it would have been something that was oh, live sure, and this happy. Is it. I mean, oh, come here, I'm well aware of the laws around but, things. But you know yeah, yourself, absolutely. Annette, the thing that <clears> I think the thing that struck me about mm. Ashling's death. There were, two, there were two reasons. One, it happened on my birthday, which that kind of, oh. you know. But right. also, okay. that she was just, as people said, just out for a run for on a, what was a beautiful, yeah. crisp, bright January, January afternoon. afternoon. Yeah. The most normal thing that any normal person could do after their day's work. This wasn't nighttime. This wasn't a dark street. No. This wasn't the middle of a city. This was out in a no. beautiful, beautiful place. Gorgeous day. Gorgeous town. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was what yeah. struck and me hard, you know. At this, and I mean, and this, what I witnessed myself on that morning was this was a young girl going to school. That was it. It was as simple as that. Yes, it was as normal go. as you can get. Yes. She was going to school. Yes. And this is what happened to her. 
you know so like we we've to stop thinking of of uh, perpetrators like these big monsters that hide in the dark they're not they're right there in front of us all the time mm-hmm. but we, we we have to we have to call it out you know we have to say something when we see something happening because people some women are not able to defend themselves you know against what's going on and and so they require help and and we are the helper at least we should be the help and Ashley she was young and fit and strong and athletic and still she was she overpowered, was. you know. She was indeed. But I mean, a physical strength of a man and especially a man mm-hmm. who's um, has got possible anger issues or whatever it is, whatever the reason it is that they're that they're uh, attacking this person, their physical strength is humongous, you know, and we, yeah. we can never forget that either. Is that as much and all as we think, you know, I could defend myself or whatever, you know, the shock and fear that would yeah. freeze your body, um, you know, and then this person is is just ready to, you know, yeah. ready to, to rant and ready to kill, whatever, you know. As a man myself who would rather, sorry to cut across you, Ned, as a man myself who would rather cut off my own hand than use it to hurt yeah. a woman. You know, of I remember course. taking a call from a, a very impressive young lady. I think her name was Holly. And she was talking about how she was being frightened. She was frightened. And I said to her, well, I said, let's imagine that I'm out walking my dog and you are 20 or 30 feet ahead of me. What goes through your mind? She said, I hear the step. I hear the step and I'm naturally fearful. And I thought that's an awful way to live. She's out for a walk. I'm out for a walk. I have no intention of going near her. Yet she hears my step. It's a heavy step. Yeah. And she is in fear. And That's an awful way for young women to be women, living. But women are women. We, we we have that sense with us all the time. Last night at eight o'clock, I went down to Mallow Town because you know the park road was flooded and it was pretty bad, as as happens every so often, you know. And we have this lovely footbridge now going across um, from one side of the town to the other. And uh, so I decided just to wanted to walk across it just to see the floods, you know, see how bad it was and stuff. And it struck me as I was walking across it. Yes, it's well lit up, but there was nobody else on that bridge at the time. And there was a man coming towards me. Very innocent man. He nodded and said hello as he passed. But for a split second, PJ, the fear went through me was that, well, if he grabs me here now, nobody sees it. Nobody will see it. Yeah. 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 Because the bridge, the footbridge is slightly lower than the road. So you, you can only see barely the tops of somebody's head if you're in a car on the bridge. Yeah. You know the bridge I'm talking about, PJ, don't you? The one I that do indeed. covers I do Mallow indeed, Town. Indeed. Yeah. So the footbridge is slightly lower than that. So like, and I'm, I'm tiny. I'm like five foot one or two. So like most people probably couldn't even see me, you know, as I was walking along the walkway. And it struck me, and, and 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 but that happens all the time, PJ. As women, if we are in a location where there is probably nobody else around, it unfortunately it is the first thing that comes into our head is like, what am I going to do? What if he jumps on me? What if he? How am I going to defend myself? Is there somebody around to help? I looked around straight away. It was very well lit up. You know, it's, it's so well done the bridge, but that fear automatically goes into my head because. As women, that's the way we live. Something else that... A, that is the way we live. A young woman said to me, in the wake of Ashling's death, and this stayed with me too, you know, because, look, we all know, let's let's not have this not-all-men crack, but I remember saying oh. that to, to a young caller. She, I said to her, you, you, most of us are harmless. Most of us would yes. cut off our own hand <clears throat> before we'd raise it to you. 
Mose, and she mm-hmm. said, I know that. I yeah. absolutely know that, but I don't know the one who isn't. And I yeah. thought, yeah. do you know? And it's 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 funny, my, my, my daughter, um, who I've said before, is, is a veterinary nurse, loves mm. dogs, for example. But she's natu- naturally <laughs> cagey about every dog. Yeah. And she said, yeah. I love dogs, but I mm. don't know the one who's going to turn on me. Who's going to turn? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I thought that's a the very... turn and you won't realise it. Mm. There you go. And I thought that's such, yeah. such a strong analogy. That, you know, absolutely. W- women know that yeah. most of us are decent, harmless fellas who do them no harm. Yeah. But they don't absolutely. know the one who isn't. This is it, you know, and I mean, I suppose, PJ, you know, if you look at other areas of um, of living in, a, in which I just say in Ireland, women, unfortunately, are never, um, we're always kind of a step behind in so many things when it comes to, you know, the males. And I, I suppose that in itself can lead to this idea that women are the, the lesser of the species. Mm. And I think that too as well, it's it's an endemic thing that's in societies that people do unfortunately look at women in places as being lower on the, the level, you know. Yeah. Um, like one, one subject I would know about myself is like if a, a, a woman is a lone parent here in Ireland, it's up to her <clears throat> to chase after her ex-partner to get maintenance. Yeah. And if she doesn't do it, the social welfare will come down hard on her. But what about him? He, nothing happens to him. Do you know what I mean? So, like, it's, yeah. it's, <clears throat> there's so many levels of it where women are getting the raw end of the stick, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's the same with, we'll just say, for instance, when Viagra came on the market, you know, <clears throat> not long after it came on the market, it's now available over the counter, yeah. you know? Women can't get HRT over the counter. We have to get a prescription for it. And even when we do, nine times out of ten, it's not available. I, I, was, you wondering, know, I was wondering where you're going with the Viagra thing there. for a second. For yeah. <laughs> not to worry, not to worry. Um, but yeah, so I'm just saying there, there's just that little, those little niggles all the time where women are just that slightly bit lower than the men, you know, in society. And I think that's, and it's just, it's just there, you know, it's just in the back of people's heads all the time. And for women, especially, we look at it and we see, yeah, there we go. Look, I bet you if men needed HRT, it would be available over the counter now. No problem. We could walk in and get it. It's, it's but a, we can't. It's, it's a point. It's a point. And in fact, I was talking to someone who's on HRT, a young person on HRT a few months ago. She said exactly that. She said if it was men needed this, we wouldn't have a problem. And yet, thank you. 0818969696. The Women's Aid Helpline. If you're triggered by anything we're discussing this morning, the Women's Aid Helpline is one eight hundred three four one nine hundred. 341 As we said a year ago today, we were reeling from the news that uh, Ashling Murphy had been murdered while she was out for a run on a bright, crisp January day, just like this one. It wasn't by night. It wasn't in some dark, dingy corner of a city or town. It was out in a beautiful place by the canal, middle of the afternoon on a bright January day. She'd finished work and she'd gone for the gone for a run, the most normal thing ever. Since then, 11 more women have died and uh, the statistic is that since 1996, 254 women have died violently in Ireland. Kate says, we were out walking the dogs. This guy was pulling and dragging a girl through the park and we shouted at him, we know where you live. Two of them ran away, uh, but you have to do something. I suppose he was afraid of the dogs as well. Now, here's a thought. 
when she ran away, she ran straight across the road in fear, delighted to get away, didn't look where she was going. We got a shock then, too, because she thought she might be knocked down. You'd wonder how many accidents happen indirectly because of abuse and how many of those are not in the official figures. It's a good point, Kate. The law should be changed regarding protection orders. To get a protection order, you need to be living with the person. Uh, a lot of women have fled and they're living somewhere else and possibly even in hiding, so they don't qualify. Family needs to push for this change. Yeah, just I don't know if this still happened. I spotted it a while ago. The, there's a collision at the junction of Torres Street and Friars Walk. Please take care in that area. Just a, a word from the traffic department. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. Now, Alan, you were involved last year in a Middleton vigil for Ashling Murphy. A, a year on. Uh, I think you, you don't believe anything has changed, unfortunately. Morning. Um, I just feel that we haven't done enough. Um, when I say we, I think there's, there's been very little help from the government side of things to change the way things are going in Ireland. Um, there hasn't been enough intervention by the government. I mean, I know we live in... An era of crises, whether it's housing crisis, whether it's a uh, um, health crisis, energy crisis, so on and so forth. I think we're now in a crime crisis as well. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the stats over the last number of years, it's it's horrifying. Um, and I, I think more has to be done, you know, um, to prevent tragedies like that. The the, the the Murphy family, you know, we have had quite a number of attacks on women in the past 12 months since Ashling's death? Oh, we have indeed. I mean, if you look at the stats, which which I have looked at, I, mean, I can give you a couple of examples going back as far as 2020, in the, the fourth quarter of 2020, the sex, offend, sex offences were minus 10.6%. Attempted murders, assaults and harassments were minus 13.2%. And then when you come to, now it's only up to quarter one in 2022 that the statistics office have released. But if you come up to quarter one in 2022, those sex offences are now plus 12.5%. Yeah. And murder and assault and harassment is 18.9%. And of that, over 80% of them are women. Yeah. Have you any thoughts on what might be causing all of this? Do you put it down to anything in particular? I think there's a number of um, elements that are contributing to it. I think social media definitely has an influence on um, society and the way that society portrays um, not just women, but people in general. It's, it's, I think it has a lot to answer for it. In what, in what way? Just how influential it is for all these um, uh, influencers are on younger people. And there's good and there's bad. You have some fantastic influencers like some Miriam Mullins, uh, local Carker, yeah. or Tyke Fleming, Blown Kerry, you know, brilliant people, absolutely yeah. amazing people, great ambassadors for the country and so on and so forth. But then there's the other side of it. There's the, um, what's that guy? He used to be a fighter. He was arrested in... In Romania there recently. Mr. Tate, I think you mean. Tate, that's the guy. That's yeah. him. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's been notorious on, on social media for his views. It, he's just disgusting, you know. People like him, there's no filter, unfortunately, on social media for people like that. Yeah. 
Um, I do think mismanaged um, immigration is, is a massive issue as well. It's an area where we have to be careful talking about it, but what, what do you want to say about it? Certainly no, and you know, all far um, bringing uh, new cultures and new people and things like that. You know, that's that's not what uh, what I'm trying to say at all. But there is unfortunately an element within that adding to our own problems that we already have that don't contribute to society. You know, um, I mean, we've seen it if you look at the serious crimes over the last number of years and the people committing them. They've come through on either through the refugee system or our immigration system. I see where the Taoiseach in the last couple of days, Leo Varadkar, has been suggesting that maybe we need to tighten some rules. Would you agree with him? I mean, certainly, but this hasn't been the first time that's been said. Um, you go back to, who was it, back in 2006, uh, Michael McDowell, back in 2006. Uh, he was a minister for justice back then. And he said that all, well, he actually said non-EU who commit serious crimes, inclusive of trafficking and drug, drug-related drug crimes and so on and so forth, will face instant deportation and all that. But that never came to light, yeah. you know? Um, I mean, even the EU themselves have a charter which allows community countries to deport people mm-hmm. who cause serious crimes. You said that you're all for new cultures and new immigrants, and we, we all would be, but that if someone coming here from another part of the world commits a serious crime, deportation is the way to go. 100%. I think punishment and then deportation. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Um, I mean, if, if you look at the um, CSO website, so in Ireland since 2013, we have deported just under 700 people from EU communities. These people were deemed to be a threat to society or have committed serious crimes. Yeah. Now, since 2020, the number of deportations has fallen. And since 2020, the number of serious crimes has increased. Okay. So there has to be a correlation there somewhere. Well, as science tells us, correlation doesn't imply causation. No, certainly not. And don't get me wrong, we've got enough of our own, sorry to use the phrase, scumbags in the country which cause issues which I'm not dismissing or forgetting about at all. Yeah. Um, it just seems if we managed our immigration system better, we wouldn't be adding to the already existing problem. So it's a point worth taking on board? Certainly, definitely. I mean, there is charters there within even within the EU group and I'm, I'm not, I know I'm focusing on the EU but really it's the only information that's easy to get to Yes. if I'm an EU citizen and I cause a serious crime we'll just say France the police in France would get onto the Minister for Justice or their version of the Minister for Justice hmm. who would enact deportation of me back to the EU country back to Ireland Yeah. But we don't seem to use that or we seem to be not using that do you think the politicians, both government and opposition, do you think they seem somewhat reluctant to tackle it? Well, 100% I do. Um, I don't think there's any party there who's got a strong enough candidate who's been outspoken on, on the topic. Between between the three biggest parties, Fine Gael, Fianna Fáil and Sinn Féin, mm. none of them have been very outspoken about it. And I do think the figures and the stats are there. Out of the thousands of people that come into Ireland every single year, it's only the very, very, very small minority that are the issue. Yes. 
you know, and that's that has to be hammered home, you know. But we also should be tackling that minority, is what you're saying to me. Exactly, exactly. We should be we should be firmer. We should be we, you know, we're, we're too soft. Ireland should be a place that says you're welcome, but behave yourself. You're welcome. Come in, build a life yourself, enjoy it, embrace it, yeah. but behave. Alan, thank you. Good call. Appreciate it. Cheers again. Thanks very much. Thank you. Uh, James is four lads, is it? Good morning, James. Morning, Fiji. How are you? Good. What do you want to say? Well, I know I totally agree with Alan there. Um, the reason I rang up a while ago with Fogel is just when I was listening to the, the lady that was on prior, was that it seemed to me that the, the poor girl actually got murdered. Um, it, it is her memorial, it is a year. It, it seems that the facts surrounding the murder have been totally brushed under the carpet. Nothing about the... the, the, the I'm not going to call him a gentleman. He's an absolute... Uh, well, 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 the reason we wouldn't go there, James, just is that that case is still ongoing. So okay. best not okay. to. So that, that's, okay. That's, okay. That's, it, there's, no, there's no attempt here to brush anything under the carpet. Just okay. for this, there's still a case before the courts, so let's leave it at that point. What okay. do you want to say, though? So, fair enough, yeah. Well, well I think it comes down to facts again. Is like I, I'm not quite sure why we couldn't say, you know, we, we, I don't expect anyone to name names if that's the case. But, you know, the gentleman was a foreign national. Yes, he has been charged, know, so we can yeah, say that. You know, yeah, yeah. So, basically, I'm trying to say is that, that, you know, the stats, stats don't lie, facts are facts. And basically that, you know, the, the case of, of violent crime in this country over the last 10 years has most certainly been from, from um, a group that... Wouldn't now. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Irish people born and bred here, and, and I'm not being far from xenophobic, and not being racist, and thing. But as you said yourself, you asked Stalin, do you think the government should be to do more about it? What do you think? Be, of course, the, the government should do more about it. Like it's the minority, a minority of hypothetical. Well, not hypothetical. There's seventy thousand Ukrainians after coming in. Let's say fifteen percent of them are violent. That's a huge number, yeah. Yeah. to be worried about so of course the question answers it's well, like, well, the question. a human nature being what it is James a certain percentage of the human race whether they be Irish English Ukrainian or come from outer Dubrovia a certain percentage of the human race is violent I totally agree with you PJ however we can do something about a certain percentage of that, i.e. checks and balances. We can't do anything about a person that's born out in a mercy hospital and grows up to be a murderer, but we can do something about someone that was born in, 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 in again, I'm not naming any country, I'm just going to well, don't, say country. Do you know what I mean? And some, some but, other yeah, part of the world. Uh, some other part of the world, exactly, Fiji. And I'm going to uh, centre, uh, you know, I'll be corrective. But a person that's born in another country that can come to this country and was born in another country and became a murderer and murdered a woman and got away with it and then came to this country. Yes, we can do something about that. We can check it. We can check it over and over again, just like uh, other countries do. We, I was away for a while in another country, not going to name it again. I had, to, I had to spend, you know, to go through, you name it, I went through it, and I had to spend thousands to stay in that country. They'd done it the right way, and I still think they do it the right way. 100% it's their country, and I had to abide by their rules. I had to speak their language, I had to learn their language, and I had, I had that. There's people coming in, PJ, that literally willy-lilly. You can't speak English? Not a problem. Of course. Well, well I wouldn't but, have a problem with the language, James, well, to be honest. I wouldn't well, have a problem. But PJ, my point is that the society has to gel. If it, and if, I mean, if I go to live in Spain or France or Germany, yes, Spain. Say, I love Spain. I'd, lo okay. I'd love some time to live a, a, a lot of my life in Spain. There's no, okay. there's no one going to compel me to learn Spanish. 
there's no one to come to tell you. But that's but what I'm saying is if if you had to live there, you'd find it. Would you would you would you agree or disagree? Would you think you'd find it difficult to kind of you know if you had to access government bodies? Oh or, yeah, well, and there's, 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 yeah, there's uh, like, you do, yeah, that's be what in I mean. My interest to learn the language. It, it, it would be in your interest. Fair enough. In in the country I was in, you had that. You could not become a citizen unless you spoke. The, oh, I the language. Oh, I, yes, I won't name the country. No, 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 it's an interesting it. one. But, uh, no, but <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, making, you're making the point that we need to be more careful about people settling here, the checks we do on some of them, because I guess it's a bit like, and my daughter makes the, the analogy, and I think it's a great one. She loves dogs. In the course of her work, she'll probably meet a thousand dogs in a year, uh, but she doesn't know the one that's going to bite her. Well, yeah, you, you mentioned that as well with the lady a while ago, which I, which I kind of found that was kind of when we was, she was mainly speaking about, in general, men. Yeah. Or like, the young girl, you know, who, better yeah. again, the young girl who told me here, Holly, that when she's yeah. out for a walk and, and if I'm 30 feet behind her, the sound of my step and she starts to get fearful, that's well, no, no way for people to live. Absolutely not. I think that anyone that, 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 that feels that way needs to speak to someone because if I felt that I, if I, all the, the girls that I know and the women I know, I've never actually come across anyone that felt like that. Now, maybe times have changed. Well, 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 what but, she said, well, I said to her, what can I do to, to help with that? And she I said, said if, if, you're coming, if you're coming up behind a female, she said, mm. hang back maybe, or if there's another path on the other side of the road, cross over there. You can let us know silently that you're not a danger to us. Okay, and do you think that that's an acceptable thing to do in society this time without the government doing anything? Well, acceptable or, or not, James. Acceptable know, or not, you have to understand that's how she feels. She, uh, look, there's probably men that feel that way as well. Yeah. True. You know, uh, you know, it's it, it, that's what I'm saying. And I, I'm not being taken. Uh, all I'm saying is that you know, th- there's a lot that can be sorted in the country. The tr- I love the, my country, the, but I, yeah, the, the, but the truth is, young women of Ashling Murphy's age, and this is a truth, oh, and it's not a nice truth, but young women of Ashling Murphy's age are fearful when they go about their daily business. That is well, the truth of Ireland yeah. in 2023, whether yeah. we like it or agree with it or not. Well, and again, all women of all ages, I guess, to expand on that. Well, we need to fix that as a, as a country. Yeah, we do. As a society, exactly. Yeah, and we need to do something about it. And and, and forget my number. If anyone wants to ring or get me involved in anything, I, I'd be a pleasure to do it. Fair point, James. Thank you for your call. The conversation this morning is about women and and how they feel and how safe they feel or don't feel. Adrienne, morning. Good morning. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
morning, PJ. How are you? Good. You have a story for me. Well, uh, two things I wanted to say to you. Following on from what you said about walking behind that, uh, you know, that you're walking behind someone. Um, recently, I was walking on a laneway. Now, it runs between uh, Magazine Road and uh, Glasheen. Down I know, I know the area. Pub. I, you know know the, area? I, I do know the parking area. area. Now, now little laneways. I know the area, yeah. It is. And um, I was walking along there. Now, I'm a fast walker, PJ, and I noticed there was a lady in front of me. This was maybe nine o'clock in the morning. And she started to speed up. Yes. And... Uh, this was nine in the morning. No, this is nine in the morning, yeah. And she started to speed up. And I thought, oh, that poor woman doesn't know who's behind her. So I actually called out to her. I said, excuse me. And uh, she turned around and I said, look, I'm just letting you know uh, I'm female and I'm just walking along the laneway. So don't, you know. Now, she appreciated. She stopped and we had a conversation. We walked along to the end of the lane um, and we went our separate ways. But she said, I'm glad you called out. She said, because I wasn't, you know, quite sure. Now, as I said, I'm a fast walker. And if I was walking along and somebody was walking very fast coming up behind me, um, your instinct is to think, what's about to happen? Yes. Am I in danger? So, And tell me, Adrian, uh, is that a natural instinct that you've had all your life? Or is it one that has become a bit, shall we say, fired up because of what happened? to Ashling and some other women like Well, it, it, it has been fired up with me because um, several months ago I was Sunday morning driving out of McCroom town and um, there was a car in front of me going quite slowly. So I went to overtake. Now, it's a straight road. There was nothing coming. It, you know, it wasn't like I was doing anything dangerous. I went to overtake and the car, as I was overtaking, the driver decided to speed up beside me. Mm. So I'm now on the wrong side of the road and he's speeding up. So I um, sat on the brakes to slow down to go behind him and he slowed down. No, so I'm on the wrong side of the road. He's doing this intentionally. He was goading you. Yeah. So at this point, I just stopped dead in the middle of the road and he stopped dead as well. Now, I opened the window, my passenger window. He opened his driver window and the torrent of abuse I got was beyond the pale. I mean, to say I was an F and this and a, a, the words were, uh, add 10% onto whatever the nastiest thing you can think of is. Okay. Um, now, I, I was stunned and a car pulled up behind and he was in such a wreck. To say he was spitting um, with temper um, and the car pulled up behind, the man turned off his engine, PJ. Um, he was getting out of the car. The car behind beeped their horn. And it was like he was brought back to reality. He got back into his car. And I looked at him and I put my hand out to say, please drive on. And he said, no, you drive on. So I drove on. And he was as close to the back of my car as you can imagine. Eventually I got to a roundabout and I pulled over. And he drove off up a laneway. Now I made it home. I got into my house and I have to tell you, I was shaking like a leaf. Um, my son was there and I bawled my eyes out, PJ. I was absolutely, I was never so shook in my life. Yeah. If you had told me this was going to happen, I would have said, honestly, I would have said, oh, I'd have um, argued back with him and said I wasn't doing anything wrong. The truth of the matter is, is when you were put in that position, 
you were so stunned and shocked. And the fact that he turned off his engine, I had no idea what I was facing. If the car behind hadn't come up, I had no idea what I was facing. I was going to ask that question. Like, yeah. If that car so, behind didn't arrive, you, you, yes. you don't know to this day what would have happened. No, the fact that he turned off his engine and he was at this point now, he was fuming with temper. So it took me two days before I went to the Garda station. Uh, because I did, I'd be honest with you, I thought it was a little bit of road rage. Will you stop being so hysterical? That's what I was telling myself. But after two days, I couldn't, I was the last thing I was thinking of. Every time I got into the car, I was driving 10 miles under the speed limit. I was petrified. So I went to the Garda station and I told them the story. Now, unfortunately, I, I had a perfect description of the car, but I had only partial registration. Um, so the guard in question went out to where he had turned off, drove up that roadway and basically told me that they didn't know who the man was and they couldn't place him because I didn't have a part, I only had a partial registration, Shina Will. Yeah. Now, the reason I'm telling you this story is because I put it up on social media. Okay. On a Facebook page I used to have. Now, I've since deleted that Facebook page because the world is after getting too angry, angry and ugly. So, I, you know, um, so I put it up on my Facebook page. And this is the point I want to say to you, PJ, is everyone bar none said, oh, my God, you'll have to get a dash cam. Yeah. Everybody's reaction was, it was my responsibility. Do you see where I'm coming from? Ah. I understand. Get the dash cam. I understand the idea. I should have had a dash cam. I should have it. Therefore, you can see what's going on. You have it recorded. I would have had the registration, all these other things. But everybody's reaction was, it was my responsibility to sort it out. And that's a mindset, PJ. Yeah. Rather than it being his responsibility not to terrify the living life out here on the side of the road. Yeah. Yeah. Now, his car was spotted clean. It was a fairly new car. Uh, it was a good, you know, I mean, it was a, a German good car. Do you know what I mean? Um, so it wasn't like I would have thought that it wasn't down a dark alley with somebody who was on now, a what time of the day car, was this? You, know? you may have said it. What time of the day oh, was this? Oh, no, this was a Sunday morning. I had literally gone in to get groceries oh my goodness. Um, in the, the local day. supermarket. So I'm going to say somewhere between 10 and 11 in the morning. Very quiet, very quiet. Um, but that was the reaction on social media um, was for me to get a dash cam. And that, I think, is where part of the problem lies. We are reacting to a situation, not preventing the situation. Yeah. I, 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 know, I know we all kind of have, we have all got, I suppose, a responsibility to mind our own safety in every element yeah. of our lives. We do. Yeah. That's just a human thing. But. Mm. It's not your job to protect yourself from someone who do that to you. It's it's his job not to do it. It's his job, but the the I everybody's reaction was about I should have been more prepared. Do you know what I mean? It was uh, now I went back to the guard station and I said to them, "Was there um, anything else we could do or anything?" And they said, "No." If I ever see the car again, to let them know. How did you feel about that reaction, Adrian? Um. I was, to be honest with you, I had kind of hoped they would have gone through CCTV. I mean, as I said, the road was very quiet. There is CCTV around that road. I'm sure there must be. Yeah. Um, no, I meant in terms of when, when people came back to you about you, you need to get a dash cam or you should. When, when people seem to be putting the responsibility over on you, how did you feel about that? Um, 
to be honest with you, I didn't know what else they were supposed to say. What else can you say? Good point. That's a fair analysis. You know, I mean, what what other advice can they give you? I mean, the immediate thing is, yes, get a dash cam. But there's a bigger problem there. You know, that we are all supposed to be. And I agree with you, we are all, you know, responsible for our own um, safety to a point. But the mentality of... Um, um, the mentality of it was the onus was on me, as yeah. opposed to the reaction being, you know, what what should be done about this? Yeah, you know, um, and I suppose it's it's endemic in that um, you look at people like Andrew Tate and others that are being praised and are getting huge social media followers for what is what is mostly often misogynistic speeches. Yeah. Um, and it's 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 societal, and if the lady in front of me walking was petrified because she could hear somebody walking behind her on an early morning, um, and I had to identify myself to make sure she didn't feel uncomfortable, we are we are living like this all the time, PJ. Yeah. And the reason I suppose I felt responsible for making sure that she wasn't afraid was because of what had happened to me. So it does stay with you. I'm sure it does. You know? I'm sure it does. No, that was a terrifying thing to happen. And yeah. like you said, only for... And did you did you ever find out who the person who came up behind you and stopped was? No, I didn't. Um, and a few male friends I have, God bless them, contacted me later and said, listen, do you want to get into my car? We'll drive around and see if we can spot his car anywhere just so you have the registration. Lovely people who genuinely wanted to help but outside that there was nothing else anyone else could do yeah. because it is a mindset you can't change a mindset no, you know unless you start at the beginning yeah Adrian and the beginning of course is education yeah yeah that's 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 an incredible story Adrian thank you for that uh, for, for your initial call 0818 Corks 96 FM Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 